Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And it's another good morning here from Daily Crypto News. And today is Friday, February 16th, 2024. My name is Matt. And you can reach me or Sarah at Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net or Sarah at DailyCryptoNews.net. And if you would, do me a favor, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click five stars and leave us a nice comment, please. This is a crazy big morning for news so let's get into it because I think this show is going to go over the 15 minutes a lot of time that we usually try to have on the show. And me personally, I've been playing with AI this morning uh, because I want to put out a show for you tomorrow with an AI voice. Please listen to it. Actually, it's pretty good. It's about who is Satoshi Nakamoto is sent by my buddy, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator. It was released back in 2021. I read it way back then. Uh, but you know what? It's a damn good article. And I think you should listen to it so it'll be out tomorrow for a special saturday episode but today let's get into the news starting with bitcoin news obviously because bitcoin is the news there's another bitcoin etf that joined the one billion dollar asset under management club that gives us five U.S. spot Bitcoin ETFs to now have at least $1 billion of assets under management. And who is this number five? Well, it is Bitwise Asset Management's Bitcoin ETF, or BitB is the ticker. So who else is in this exclusive club? Well, Grayscale Investments Bitcoin Trust ETF, or GBTC, is still comfortably leading the segment with about $23.8 billion of assets under management. That number, however, has declined from $28 billion because there's been a lot of outflows from GBTC, more than $6.8 billion. The fastest growing spot Bitcoin ETF, of course, has been BlackRock's iShares ETF, or iBit is the ticker, and Fidelity Investments Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund, or FBTC. Those assets have $6 billion and $4.3 billion, respectively. Well, Kathy Wood and her ARK21 shares Bitcoin ETF, or ARKB, has around 1.4 billion, not too shabby. And of course, number five, as we just said, BitB with 1.1. 1. 1. 
Well, Grayscale's GBTC is about to get another hit of outflows because Genesis was just approved to sell its $1.6 billion worth of GBTC shares. The question is, how is this going to be sold? And that's really what matters. Is this going to be over a long time frame or are they just going to dump it on the market? If that happens, yes, we will see price go down. If it doesn't happen and it's more really controlled, then you won't see Bitcoin's price do anything. However, we will have to wait and see. Q4 2023 results are coming in for Coinbase. And Coinbase reported a profit of $273.4 million compared to a loss of $557 million the same quarter a year ago. Everybody thought it was over. Look, I bought Coinbase stock on IPO two years ago and I was holding bags this whole time. And well, let's just say it hurt. That BTF deed. I kept on putting money into Coinbase stock. And when Coinbase pumped pre-Bitcoin ETF, I sold at break even. It went up to like, I think it went up to 180 or something. And then it went back down because of Bitcoin ETF FUD. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of holding bags. I'm sick of holding bags. So I just sold it at break even. Well, you know what? When I see kind of stuff like this, this is what I told you yesterday. I said, be comfortable when you sell. The fact is, I had significant amount of money tied up in Coinbase stock. I mean, guys, don't don't start thinking that I had Lambo's worth, but I had, in my opinion, for me, significant amount of money tied up into Coinbase stock. And I needed the cash in my bank account to do whatever I needed to do. And so man, I was just like, I do not want to be holding bags again. And because I would not sell if I was holding bags. And so I broke even. And even though I know that my Coinbase stock would have been up thousands of dollars today because of this report, I also know for the past four to six weeks, I would have been holding bags again, wondering if I just missed my opportunity to break even on my Coinbase stock purchase. Yes, we want to make profit. Yes, we want to make money. But that's what I decided. What do you think? What would you have done? Email me, matt at dailycryptonews.net, because these are the choices that eat you up inside. It really does. It really does. And that's why I want to tell you, please be comfortable when you sell. If you're in profit or if you're breaking even, don't wait for the moon. Don't wait for all time high. What works for your lifestyle? If that's a choice that you make when you want to sell, just be comfortable with it. I am trying to be comfortable with it. I'm 80% comfortable with it, but I'm also looking at it going, damn it, if I just held another month. Well, Coinbase also makes money from its interest earned on its USDC stablecoin. This product helped Coinbase swing into profit because it jumped nearly 18% to about $171 million. By the way, Coinbase is paying 5.1% interest on your USDC in Coinbase. Just FYI there. The company released a statement saying that, all told, Coinbase is fundamentally stronger company today than it was a year ago. And we are in a strong financial position to capitalize on the opportunities ahead. And a lot of this is due because they strengthened... And a lot of this is due because they strengthened their balance sheet by reducing its debt by $413 million. We get another crypto smartphone joining into the crypto smartphone race. And this time it's from Aptos. And they're announcing a partnership with affordable smartphone manufacturer Jambo. This collaboration will build and launch the Jambo phone. It's a $99 smartphone that's designed to unlock the digital economy for users in Africa, Southeast Asia, and Latin America. 
This device promises to run on Android 13, and I have no clue if that's good or not because I'm an iPhone user. And it's packing a 4,900 milliamp hour battery, which is good, by the way, and a 6.5 inch LCD display, which who knows if that's 720p, probably still 720, maybe at this point you can get a 1080. There's no way you're gonna get a 4K display for that price. No way, right? Anyway, I'm really wondering how good this is gonna be for 99 bucks. And the reason why we're talking about this is another company coming into the crypto smartphone race because we know Solana, they released their saga. And Solana is also gonna launch their chapter two smartphone, which is gonna be their mid-range smartphone. It's gonna launch in 2025 and it's gonna be around $450. We all know about the S&P 500. It's a popular index which tracks the large cap US equity markets around 500 companies. It requires that its constituents carry a market cap of around $15.8 billion. Well, we have a company who's now chairman is very bullish on Bitcoin, MicroStrategy, who now trades at a market cap of around $12.4 billion. Could MicroStrategy go to the point where it's included into the S&P 500? Well, possibly. MicroStrategy currently holds around 190,000 Bitcoin, and that is around $10 billion in value. Joe Burnett tweeted, The rising market cap and TTM profitability could position MicroStrategy for S&P 500 eligibility, pending a U.S. index committee approval. If MicroStrategy is included, this could spark massive positive feedback loop, enabling Bitcoin to become automatically infiltrating nearly every portfolio. Here's my thing, and I got a question for you because I don't really understand it. Email me, matt at dailycryptonews.net. Why would you invest in a company because they invest in Bitcoin? Why are you not investing in the company because of what the company does? I don't care if MicroStrategy holds Bitcoin. I don't. I don't need indirect exposure. I'll buy Bitcoin or I'll buy a Bitcoin ETF. I don't want indirect exposure to a company that doesn't do Bitcoin. They do something different. So why aren't we looking at the value props that the company does, the product that they put out, and its market fit? It, it doesn't make sense that they're saying like, hey, you know, because they hold Bitcoin and they're allowing people to get indirect exposure to Bitcoin, that number go up. I mean, number is going up. So I guess I have no clue what the hell I'm talking about. But why would you do that? That's what I want to know. Why would you invest in MicroStrategy besides number go up and because they hold Bitcoin? Can you let me know that? Matt at DailyCryptoDudes.net. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And finally, for my part of this this morning, before we get into Asia Focus, the Uniswap version 2 protocol is set to launch in Q3 this year. This launch timing depends on Ethereum's Deacon upgrade in March and subsequently the security audits to follow. 
This version 4 aims to be a more modular structure with hooks for customizing liquidity pools. I told you we have a lot of news today. Let's get into Asia Focus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. I'm happy to be back with Asia Focus. I hope you guys missed me. How is your week? Let's get started with some spicy Asian touch in your crypto life. On February 8th, Hong Kong regulators proposed a crackdown that would require over-the-counter so-called OTC shops to get a new type of license. Mm. The regime is still in the planning stage, and the public and the crypto industry can weigh in on the proposal until April 12th. But the initiative could be a game-changer for Hong Kong by subjecting OTC outlets to the regulations for virtual assets under the Anti-Money Laundering and Counter-Terrorist Financing Ordinance, which came into force last June. So basically, OTC traders would be required to obtain a license from the Commissioner of Customs and Exercise. And what is OTC even here? Well, the government plans to include only, quote, spot trade, of any virtual assets for any money, <laughs> end quote, under the OTC category, leaving peer-to-peer -peer trading outside its scope. So you guys are safe. I'm not sure how effective this will be. Maybe those brick and mortars for OTC might work, but I don't think they are even close to the majority of OTC deals happening in crypto. Formal defense minister, Prabowo Subianto and his running mate, Gibran Rakabuming Raka, have seemingly come out on top as the country's next president and vice president. The two candidates have claimed victory, citing nearly 60% of votes in quick counts across Indonesia. This quick count usually is conducted by independent pollsters and typically reflect accurately on the outcome. So why are we covering Indonesian presidential elections? I mean, it's important, yeah? There are so many elections this year for sure, but this one is meaningful because the running mate Gibran is our crypto friend. The win could mean continuing Indonesia's crypto-friendly policies under Joko Widodo, Indonesia's incumbent president, and who happens to be Gibran's father. Let's put the politics aside for now. Widodo's government has tried to take advantage of the local interest in crypto to support the local economy. And Gibran is for sure committed to preparing young people who are digital experts to support this. He once said in CNBC interview, we will prepare young people who are experts in artificial intelligence, blockchain experts, robotic experts, sharing banking experts, crypto experts, 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 end quote. So there we are with some crypto friendly precedent in Asia. Quick fact checks on Indonesian crypto scene. The cryptocurrency adoption index placed Indonesia 20th out of 146 nations in 2022, according to Statista. Indonesia outperformed most other countries in terms of retail service value for both centralized and decentralized finance value. In Indonesia, crypto assets are treated as commodities and are subject to income tax as well as value-added tax. But it's not that high, 0.1% or 0.11% of every transaction respectively. In Indonesia, there are 
more than 18 million registered crypto traders compared to around 12 million stock traders, according to official data from 2023. Interesting, huh? The governor of Banco Central Ng Pilipinas, BSP, Eli Remolona, has revealed the central bank's intention to introduce a wholesale central bank digital currency, CBDC, in the next few years. The central bank will not use blockchain technology in the project. Instead, the CBDC will operate on a payment and settlement system owned by the central bank. The BSP will focus on a wholesale CBDC which will be mediated by banks, and they will see how it goes with retailers later on. Interesting thing is that they are taking Sweden and China as their learning subjects to make their CBDC work. Seems like the CBDC is going to happen within this governor's term, so within two years. And Philippines is not the most friendly country towards crypto. Uh, they have history of banning Binance, for example. So of course, the CBDC won't be in blockchain technology. The Financial Intelligence Unit, FIU, in South Korea has reported a massive increase by approximately 49% in the number of suspicious crypto transactions in 2023 that is compared to the previous year. Furthermore, the FIU indicates that it has increased cooperation and communication with other enforcement agencies. The suspicious activities using crypto in the report outlines as such. Scenario 1. You purchase virtual assets from overseas exchange and transfer them to domestic exchange and sell them. Transfer the proceeds to the paper company account. Transfer foreign currency to the account of an overseas company with some false shady trade payments. And recollect them finally after deducting kimchi premium revenue. Nice. Scenario number two. Transfer the payment for goods with virtual assets through exchanges and cashing them out and then smuggle them out using illegal funds by purchasing duty-free goods with the laundered funds. Well, <laughs> they are still working on how effectively and efficiently work together to find these horrible, horrible people and prosecute them. But it's, not, it's nothing serious to retailers. Anyways, the regulations in Korea against the cryptocurrency seems like also taking place slowly. Japan's financial services agency encouraged financial institutions in the country to strengthen their monitoring to, quote, unlawful, end quote, transfers to crypto exchange providers. According to the analysis by the National Police Agency, NPA, most of the fraud and relevant damages are transferred using crypto assets. Therefore, the financial services agency, in collaboration with the NPA, encouraged financial institutions to further strengthen their users' protection depending on the risk, such as their status of transfers to crypto asset exchange, referring to examples of initiatives. It may sound, oh, Japan is cracking down crypto again, but whoa, we still want to catch those bad guys who does some shady stuff harming people, but with cryptocurrency. So that's what it means. Today's Asia Focus was quite a lot about regulatory scene in Asia, but I hope you liked it. And let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks.
And the time is 11.02 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear of greed is at 76. We are greedy. Are we going to get to 100% extreme greed? I don't think I've ever seen 100%. Have you? Bitcoin's in at $51,883, down 0.2% in 24, still up 10% in 7. Ethereum's at $2,775, down 1.8% in 24. Teller's number three, Binance is at 358, down a half a percent, but up 11.2 in 7. And Solana's at 109, down almost 4%. Running up the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche is down 4.4%. And Dogecoin is at the number 10 spot. The total market cap is sitting at 1.94 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 52.5 and an ETH dominance of 17.2. And that was our show today. I hope everybody's going to have a great weekend, but I will be back tomorrow. Well, the show will be back tomorrow where the author, Gerald Volta, is going to lay out a very compelling case of who is Satoshi Nakamoto. Hope you enjoy. And until then, happy hodling everyone.